Do I give him the S or the crotch? Yeah. <laughs> ah! It's over here. All right. It's uh, aggression will not stand me. <laughs> oh, God. Seven thousand three hundred twenty-six, somewhere on the screen. Yes. Seventy-four. Sure. I'm Phoenix West, and I'm Jansen Carlin. Today we're discussing uh, the greatest Star Wars saga, uh, Solo, mm. a Star Wars story. Mm. No, I thought we'd uh, begin by just kind of going over our history of Star Wars real quick. Sure. Uh, how did you grow up with it? Did you grow up with it? I did. I did grow up with it pretty heavily. My dad was really into Star Wars, so I started. I don't know what age I was really. I know I was a little kid. Probably mid to late 90s, and Dad pulled out VHSs during a garage sale one summer. The, and he's the like, basement tapes? Yeah, the old... <laughs> <laughs> and, Not uh, the ones shot in the basement, those are different tapes. Correct. Yeah. We just started going through the first, the original trilogy. and So you got them before all the fucking edits. Right, yeah. yeah, So and we have those original VHS somewhere, I need to find them because... They're the ones with the cool... Yeah, like, it, it like made the face of yeah. Vader on it. Yeah. Did but you yeah. like the movies when you watched them? Though? Yeah, absolutely. When I was a kid, I mean, that was the coolest thing ever. I mean, I'd never seen anything above, you know, a G-rated movie at the time. So I thought this was the coolest thing, and I can't believe my dad's showing me these. And I'm so excited to watch this because there's lightsabers and you know, blasters and cool stuff happening. So you know, I wasn't super excited when we got to Leia in a bikini, but. I wasn't coming at that age yet. Yeah, yeah so that it came later. That, you got that upgrade later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After that, I mean, I, I remember, you know, seeing things like uh, The Phantom Menace at Cine Capri. It was a really big deal. Really cool giant theater in, in uh, Scottsdale. So that was a lot of fun. The others I kind of just saw here and there. Usually with my dad, those kind of what, what I centered it around. So it was a good bonding experience for us. A lot of fun. Had a good time. And the rest of them? Just, well, let's just, let's I mean, just get through them all. We don't want to talk about the dark years, but... You already mentioned it. We kind of have to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, personally, Phantom Menace, I don't feel is terrible. I don't feel it's the best, obviously, but... Um, shut up. Um, you know, when you start getting more into... I mean, obviously, Jar Jar was in there, but it... I don't know. I did, it, was, it was the least worst out of those three, is what I feel. That makes sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I think uh, two is way worse. Two? Which it's where they're something about. I, I hate sand. Well, it's just where uh, uh, Anakin and the Princess Natalie Portman are sitting there and they're just falling in love. And I'm oh playing, yeah, and it's just sitting like they there turned for it in, fucking ever. They turned it into a sappy love story when initially, I mean, it's supposed to be like this adventure story and. And just the third one's like, right. fuck that, he's on fire, he's on fucking fire. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know if they were trying to do some symbolism of love and hate between the two of them, but apparently they know. got it right, so whatever. Anyways, uh, the most recent stuff, I've, I've seen everything. Um, I've seen the um, offshoots, like... Um, we just we just mentioned the title, and we, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, I wouldn't call that, I mean, that's part of the next... Um, what are we talking about then? The other ones. 
Oh, so there's uh, Force Awakens, and then the there's... Um, I'm terrible with names. After that was Rogue One. Rogue One, thank you. And then That's after that was Rogue. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. And then now we got... Solo. Solo, a yeah. Star Wars story. <laughs> that <laughs> it was. <laughs> Can't deny that. There were stars, there were some wars. And this was technically a story. Yeah. Hard to follow, but a story nonetheless. Um... But yeah, that's my that's my experience with it. I still love Star Wars to death. I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> you left me. I'm sorry. You got so four, you got four minutes. You got this. <laughs> Get it together. Um, no, I didn't know what the hell it was when I was growing up. Yeah. Like uh, my dad, I had the kind of opposite. He was a Star Trek guy, mm. so I'm super into Star Trek. Okay. And then I would go to my cousin's house, and he has Down syndrome, and he's like. 15 years older than me and he's super into Star Wars I didn't know what the fuck it was right and he always had it playing the same VHS tapes just on a loop and I'd nice. sit there and I'd catch like a couple minutes at a time like what is this I have no idea I knew what Star Wars was through uh, Spaceballs were you just like a little sheltered or no no I just, okay. I just my dad's not a movie guy and I, oh okay I'm a movie guy right. but I just didn't watch Star Wars I don't know why um, but I, I catch bits and pieces and I'm like I have no idea what this is and so and I knew the jokes I knew like for pop culture for, from Spaceballs so I knew like Yoda and all that stuff right Okay. and then when they re-released them in theaters in 97 I, I like forced my dad it's the only thing my dad ever did with me uh, it was tape me to Star Wars in the theater it was about, like and they had little holograms and the Doritos bags right yeah yeah and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. oh and I got into Star Wars a little bit and then the prequels so would you say you're into Star Wars now? I'm into the original trilogy. Yeah. More so the first two. Okay. Uh, third one, a little too Muppety for me. I don't like Muppets. <laughs> Muppet. Too many Muppets. Too many Muppets. You know, and honestly, I prefer the Muppet over the CGI personally. Oh, yeah. But Practical effects always win. Yeah. Um, pre- uh, the prequels, saw the first one in the theater, saw the second one in the theater, mm-hmm. and that is Tim Bother seeing the third one because I was like, okay, hey, I got this. I see what's I figured going on. It it's, out. it's like watching Lord of the Rings. You're like, I see where this is going. It's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. keep going. So, grossly overuse, uh, gross overuse of green screen. Oh, yeah. It is ridiculous. I feel like they're acting in a closet. Well, it's it so bizarre. It made it so dull and boring because you're like, man, there's no, I don't feel any real connection to this because I know it's all fake. Like, when you bring in that live acting or even the animatronic pieces of things, it, it kind of attaches you more to the characters yeah. because it seems more realistic. And the actors can actually, they're not talking to a, a, a tennis ball on a stick. Right, exactly. Yeah. The guy with Jar Jar had a little hat, head on top of his head. just kind of wore it around. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then yeah, the rest of us just like talking and I feel like they're like, if I'm looking at you, I'm just like this and they'll just move you over here later. Just a lot of that stuff going on. Especially with, uh, yeah. I keep wanting to say Luke and Leia, but... Uh, Anakin and Princess Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman, Padme. There you go. Uh, they're just like sitting here side by side, and it's four and a half minutes of them having a conversation while shit happens in the background that's supposed to be exciting. <laughs> and I'm like, we're the, missing the, thing the be, movie. Shouldn't the exciting <laughs> shit be the one that you're showing me? Yeah. It's just, and then he did a. Well, it's it honestly kind of reminds me of the original trilogy where Luke is talking to. Um, the Emperor or uh, Darth Sidious in in the uh, you know that throne room basically before they fight, and like you can see all the battles and star battles going on behind them. I and mean, you don't really get a lot of that in the original trilogy, so I can kind of see where they were shifting it. That you know people wanted the space battles in the newer trilogy, and, and they wanted to see the action of that, but they also had to get butts in the seats. So to do that, you got to bring moms, you got to bring girls, you got to bring people for a story of, of, of love. Whatever. Yeah, but 
That doesn't excuse the first one. No, the first one. I, I don't that. listen. I don't say there's any excuses at all, but it still happened. I, the, my biggest problem uh, about the first one is let's have a. It's a kids movie. It's a kids movie. It's a kids movie. It's about intergalactic trade routes. Right. How's a the kid has no idea what that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> like I kind of get it, but yeah. they watch a whole Senate meeting like three times in that movie, and that's it. That's the movie. And there's a pod race to you know sell video games. So would you say you've had a good experience with Star Wars? No. <laughs> no, then uh, real quick, Rogue One and all those, I didn't see them until recently. Oh, just, okay. Very recently. Yeah. I uh, honestly, like, I really, I approved of Rogue One. I thought it was fantastic. I like it. I like it a lot. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, I liked, I liked The Last Jedi, but. Yeah. It was half a good movie. Yeah. I didn't want to sit there and watch, you know, watch them we'll get waiting, that. slowly driving. Yeah. Anyways, what are we talking about next? You're after something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? So I guess we'll discuss Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, without spoiling it, no spoilers. We'll Try get to that not later. to spoil it. We're going to spoil it. We're, this segment here, we're not going to spoil it. We'll, we'll get to the spoilers we'll later. We'll warn you. I don't know what to spoil because I don't. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, we saw this movie last week. I guess we'll talk about that. So let's just talk about the fact that the like theater the theater was garbage. The fucking and theater. I noticed it right when we were watching previews, but the backlight on the on the screen was starting to go out, and you can see it flicker a little bit, like every three seconds, and it flickered like that throughout the entire movie. So throughout the whole movie, the shadows are off. The you can't really see what's going on. It kind of hurts your eyes a little bit, and it was just pure garbage. It was. That we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah, it was. Nobody came in to mention it. Nobody, no theater guys came in and like, you know, different yeah. theaters they come in, they check it, and make sure it's working. Nobody came in. Not a single person. The problem is, it was the only two, the theater we went to is the only theater within like fifty miles playing it. Problem is, we're lazy and we waited way too long. Yeah. To go watch it. This movie came out May twenty fifth. Yeah. We saw it. <laughs> June tenth, something like something that. Something like that. Uh, so we waited, or July, July tenth. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, we waited a while. Yeah. Um, so we we sat down. I hear him like, oh god. I thought I thought it was that the door was open still. Yeah. I thought that's all it was because there's also the some boxes on the bottom of the screen. So I thought it was the theater lighting still. I'm like, oh, let's ignore it. And then I realized during the movie, anytime there's a bright white. Image, which was half the movie. This mm-hmm. is the brightest goddamn movie I've ever seen. Right. Probably because it was so glaringly obvious when it was happening. <laughs> there was a bulb out in the projection, in the projector. So it was just fucking flashing like an anime. <laughs> I was going to get a seizure sitting there. Phoenix's eyes hurt for like 40 minutes after the movie. He would not stop bitching about it. it wouldn't, I couldn't handle it. I was closing my eyes and it was just... Literally crying like a three-year-old on the way home. <laughs> I was like, how are you guys fine with this? I'm like, I did not handle it. The whole baby. movie, anyway. and then it was like reflecting the bottom of the projector and into the bottom of the screen. So it looked like silhouettes of the chairs, but they were huge. Oh, really? So, I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah. So there was two big, mysterious boxes at the bottom of the screen. The whole movie. It's probably people up in the booth just watching it. <laughs> just like their heads. <laughs> just their heads. <laughs> it's so bad. The MST3K style with this little silhouettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I like them down here. Um, 
yeah, the whole movie, and it really kind of ruined the experience. Uh, it was really just hard to follow it after that because you're so caught up with what's physically happening in your world that you can't kind of get enveloped in, in, the, in the world of the movie itself. So it's, it's really hard to pay attention, really hard to follow along with what's actually happening in the storyline, which was on its own fucking off the wall that we, we, we even figured out what the plot was at the end of the movie because... Did we? We don't know anybody's names. <laughs> um, we don't know what they were doing for the first 20 minutes. Or because, why. Or why, yeah, because they don't really give you a whole lot of exposition of the first part of the movie. It's, it's, it's like they kind of give you a lightning round of exposition about Han himself and not really about the situation he was in. He, he's in love. He has to get back to his love. Right. Movie. Yeah. And then the theater experience was basically them keeping an arm length away. Like, like I want to watch the movie. They're like, no, 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 you're going to stay back here. You're fine. You, don't <laughs> you can watch use... it through this people, okay, kid? <laughs> yeah. That's what it felt like. We are doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it just felt dirty. <laughs> like a glory hole watching this movie. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, yeah, the, the basic plot, um, the quick spoiler-free version of the plot, um, Han and... Uh, Kira. Queen of Dragons. I think she's just Kira. Kira, yeah. But I thought it was K I R A, but it's Star Wars, so it has a Q in it. Yeah, it's Q I apostrophe R A. One of those fucking apostrophes. <laughs> um, and they're trying to flee this planet. They're slaves? Yeah, basically. It's kind of like reminiscent of the whole Anakin on Tattoo. T- not Tatooine. Uh, no, Tattoo. Yeah. Tatooine, where he's enslaved by the a dirt farmer yeah basically you know scrapping parts or whatever but they're just doing it for all kinds of random shit so they're just trying to get off that planet to get off that planet they have to get basically a ton of money to bribe um, the, the guard that's letting him through the gate there apparently there's only one place you can get off the planet at it was like yeah the Empire was like the, the US Mexico border it's <laughs> like I did, they, they didn't explain what was really happening right. here why they're guarding it. I know it's the Empire because they're showing like Empire propaganda films. It was like, join the Empire, yes. You <laughs> took slaughter thousands. Yeah, actually, that part I, I kind of like because I mean, they had like little trailers. Yeah, and that stuff part was fun. And, yeah, it was kind of interesting. They, they played a little uh, twist in the Star Wars music. Right. It's kind of like Fallout reminiscent, I think, is or what they were kind of going for. I think it was more. The 1950s uh, feel of, you know, like, uh, you know, join our cause type deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the movie uh, that it was t- taken directly from. Couldn't tell you. The one with the giant insects. Great movie. Paul Verhoeven directed it. Why can't I think of the name of the movie? That's Planet bizarre. of the Apes. Sure. That's it. It came out 30 years previously. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's a, it's a good movie. I'll, I'll, I'll show a clip here. Yeah. Young people from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part, too. <laughs> They're doing their part. Are you? Join the mobile infantry and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Do you recommend this movie? I guess is what we should get into. If you're an avid Star Wars fan and you want to keep up with the whole lore of the whole deal, yes, go watch it. It's enjoyable. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's a good movie and it's not complete garbage. Here's, here's the thing is I have a, res- a lot of respect for a lot of these people I think um, you know I can see that there's a lot of work that went into this regardless of how it turned out so I respect it I go see the movie because it took that work they made it twice right 
They shot like 80 to 90% of it before Ron Howard came in, and then he redid. That's very true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I recommend it. I would say if you're really nitpicky about Star Wars and you're like some super fan that really gives a shit about the details, don't go watch it. I wouldn't, I would not recommend it for the exact same reasons. Really? If you're super in the Star Wars and they want to complete the lore, don't. I like the mystery of Han Solo. I don't want to know this shit. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to see him do this because it's all stuff. It's everything they show is stuff he talked about in previous movies and throwaway lines. Right. I'm like, I didn't need to see that. Why does that all have to happen in the same time period? Yeah. I. I just the one that kind of irked me a little bit is, is where he goes, I got a good feeling about this, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I hate prequels where, <laughs> or they or they do it in movies where they show him as a, the, the main character as a little kid, and they're wearing the same clothes and the same haircut and the same glasses. You're <laughs> like, what, the, the whole life? Your whole life you wore this outfit? Homer Simpson? Right, yeah. Like, within the first ten minutes of him meeting Chewbacca, Chewbacca's got the belt on, and he's he, ready to go. He, like, he very slowly puts yeah, it out in the background. Chewbacca's done. He's, done, he's not going to change his wardrobe for the next 150 years. Yep, that's it. And then uh, Han Solo's got it. He gets his little slinger. He gets his belt. He gets Which his jacket? Point from that. I thought that was an interesting scene. I'm not going to go into the spoilers. We can talk about it a little bit later. But I thought that was an interesting scene about how he got the the blaster and what like how it was made. And we'll go like into that. that later. Yeah, I did like that. Don't part. have to go into it if you don't want no, to. No, I want. To. I would like to go into it because I thought it was interesting. I think the second Woody one. Harrelson. Yeah. The next Ugh. <laughs> Come on, Woody. No, I, uh, but yeah, I I don't think I would recommend it. it. It wasn't awful, but it was unnecessary. Right. I I think I, there's some scenes I really liked in the movie. I feel like they could have done a lot more without trying so hard. It needed more of a plot. Yeah. To structure the character around instead of the character in the middle, and they're like, let's create something for him to do. Right. Like th- throw him into something else that. Well, I mean, if you think about it, though, I mean, truly, most of these plots are very simple to begin with. I mean, Star Wars I, doesn't have a lot of variety. No, no. I mean, it, it, each trilogy is basically the same three movies over and over yeah. again, just different characters. So, I could see where they were trying to go with it, but at the same time, this isn't part of the trilogy. Make it something different. Make it Rogue One. Yeah. A Star Wars story. <laughs> don't, don't see it. See it. We now don't care. The spoilers. You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together a crew. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. He, he's always a drunk now. Listen, you, you've come a long way since the bar, Woody, alright? But... One, it's time to cut your hair. That's not his hair. <laughs> Whatever. He's been bald for 40 years. Stop wearing the damn hair piece. Whatever <laughs> it is. Um, I think he needs to stop playing a drunk and everything. He's always like a, a genius Yeah, drunk. didn't he like, do the same thing in Hunger, He's Hunger Games? He's the exact same character in Hunger Games, but I, yeah. he acts. He looks like he wants to be here in this movie. When you get an opportunity to do a Star Wars movie, I think that really makes you feel committed to something exciting. But at the same time, Hunger Games was a pretty great entity of its own so I don't know why it's not terrible would. yeah um, but at the same time yeah I feel like he was way more committed to this had a lot more drive and I with guess. that being said we don't know his name I don't know his name um, I can't I'm remember not look it up either anything about his character it's the movie's fault yeah, movie's fault we, he asked me if I wanted to, we want to put it up I'm like 
No. The movie didn't leave in, in, in you know any impact as far as memory of any characters or scenes. So we're yeah. gonna try to we're gonna try to sort this out more than explain the movie. <laughs> Han Solo it, it leaves his girl from behind because she got taken by the Empire. Right. Uh, he goes and he, he joins the Empire. He joins the Empire and goes in like a World War One like yeah, battle trenches. It, it I like that scene. It looked like Battlefield One, but with blasters. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I, I could have watched the whole movie about that. Honestly, if it was a little bit brighter, I would have enjoyed it. But yeah, and it wasn't. Flickering. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Every time a blaster... <laughs> no, very interesting, because it, it's so much more organic than the other war stories from the other movies, like Clone Wars and things like that. It's not just it robots just, It looks dirty, it looks gritty, it looks interesting. And then he meets up with Woody Harrelson, who apparently is undercover, and they're trying to steal some shit. He's not even undercover. I mean, he's just he's just a, he's just a swindler. I mean, he's just... Yeah. I mean, he's undercover for himself, but he, he's not working for anybody other than the bad guys at this point. Yeah, and, and they he betrays uh, Luke, uh, I almost said Luke. Uh, Han Solo wants to go with them mm-hmm. and be their pilot because I'm a good pilot. I'm the best pilot. I'm a driver. I'm, right. We've never seen him fly. Also, we have a pilot. So what the fuck. He keeps saying how great of a pilot he is. I'm a driver. We never really see him be a great pilot. Well, it's I mean, so he weird. Did do the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs? Yeah, at the end of the movie. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're in spoiler. We're in spoiler mode. Yeah. He gets taken by the Empire. They throw him in for desertion. They throw him in a little pit there, very reminiscent of the of, of Luke. Right. The uh, um, was it the Snorlax or something? Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was like Snorlax. the uh, the Rancor. Rancor. Yeah, Rancor. He goes in there. It's Chewbacca, and apparently right. he learned. He knows. Uh, he knows how to speak Wookie. Yeah. Which I didn't need to see. Well, also, like if he knew how to speak Wookie. Why aren't we putting that into any of the previous movies? Why all of a sudden is it so important? It's important because the plot depends on it. So now all of a sudden he speaks Wookiee. I, I thought it'd be fun to watch him like learn while they're doing it. That way he's not like, oh, I know Wookiee. Why do you know Wookiee? You're a fucking slave. You're a slave on a planet. You don't get to get out. The whole whole basis of the movie he is let's get out of here. He had nothing better to do, man. He was just reading books, learning Reading his Wookiee. Wookiee books, his furry books. Uh, they come together in, in one piece to, to break down the barriers, to get out together, and it's... It was a it was a cool bonding experience moment for why you see Wookie and or Chewbacca and Han become the great duo. They they also try to split off right there. Wookie wants to go or Chewbacca I keep seeing Wookie. Chewbacca wants to go one way. Han wants to go another way. He's like Han's like no come on man, I got this ship right here. These guys are good guys. They're gonna take us. I'm a great us. pilot. I'm a great pilot. I'm a driver. They end up getting on the ship and it's Woody Harrelson and they go off to do a job. Yeah. And then they do a job. Here's Orly. my main problem. Orly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how specific I want to get with this, the scenes. It's it's the uh, characters. They introduce 50 characters in this movie, and right. every time you start to like them, they fucking die three scenes later. Like, uh, what's her name from Westworld? Right. Don't know. Don't care. She gets introduced, and apparently she's in love. Right when you, we find out she's in love with Woody, right. they have a little campfire thing, she's dead in the next scene. And then they introduce my favorite character in the movie, uh, the robot. <laughs> the bodacious robot. She's, she's awesome. Walking with like her yeah, big old she, hips. And then, she's all uh, sassy Which is fun. She reminded me of uh, <laughs> Alan Tudyk's robot in uh, Rogue One. But I liked her more. Okay, yeah. And uh, gets brutally murdered yeah. and falls apart in pieces while uh, which there's a lot reason of for crying. it. There's reason for it, but at the same time you're like, man, that was actually a halfway decent character. I wish we could have kept it around. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. She, she could have been a, a steady character in the series, but... In the Star Wars story series, so to but. connect it all though to that like that that character, they end up having to go to Kessel to mine some, I forget what the fuck it some is, 
Unobtainium? Yeah. <laughs> stupid Just throw that in there. The Snorlax. The Snorlax mines. Yeah, they have to mine something and take it back and sell it to somebody so they don't get killed. Um, the, and the stretch face, stretch mark face. Yeah, stretch mark face. Um, but the what's what was the robot's name? It had a number in it. Whatever. And L three. Let go of the mean man's face. Who are these guys? Anyways, she is basically the computer. Uh, she's the navigator and. Her navigation is what gets them into Kessel safely. Yeah. So the whole point of the movie is that when she dies, shit, we're in Kessel. All of a sudden, there's this giant star destroyer, and now we're trapped. How do we get out of Kessel? Well, Luke, or not Luke, why do I say Luke? Um, Han can only do the Kessel run. Not actually do the Kessel run. He goes through fucking Kessel. Which I didn't know that's what it was. After the movie, he's like, oh, is that Kessel? Is Is that what that was? Okay. All right, and honestly, personally, like I, I felt that way too. Watching it, like <clears throat> he talks about it in the later movies as being such a big, great feat, and yes, it is. But they didn't really play it up to that either. Like you don't really get to see a lot of what's happening outside the ship, and why is it, why is it so crazy, and why is it so such a big feat for him to be able to to accomplish? I just thought it was a cool shot. You see, like two sides of the planet, or two other planets. What the fuck it was? Like slowly, and they're doing the right going through there, <clears throat> and then uh. Yeah. And that was it, apparently? But yeah, so, I mean, he didn't go on the Kessel run, like, through the tubes or whatever. He went through Kessel in 12 parsecs, which is still a measure of distance and not a measure of time. He goes, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Queen of Dragons is uh, apparently owned by Stretchmark Face right. guy. Right, Stretchmark Face and then, is her master. So it's such a stupid plot convenience thing of, you're going to go with him. You're going right. to go with Han. You know, make sure they do their job. Yeah, why? Just to get these two together, so they can almost bang in a in a cape closet. Almost <laughs> like in Lando's cape closet. I did like that. That was fun. He has so many capes. <laughs> There's like forty capes in that closet. A lot of capes. Like, Lando, capes. Uh, you didn't you didn't like? Uh, no, Donald Glover as Lando is garbage. I love Donald Glover. Glover, and you. I know you have a different opinion about. Maybe I don't know. You're looking at me like you don't. But <laughs> honestly, he tried too hard to be. What's his name? Uh, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. He tried like, too hard like to like Glover. emulate his his acting presence in, in those original movies and sound like him. And hey, hun, I'm like, dude, fucking, what are you? Are you Rocky? Or are you are you Lando? What are you doing? So I personally didn't really appreciate it. I thought he could have done his own thing and made made it a lot better. He didn't sell enough Colt 45 liquor to me. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. I'll show a commercial for it right now. <laughs> we'll be right back. This After commercial break. these messages. What do you think? Uh, well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. <laughs> there are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rule number one, never run out of Colt 45. Rule number two, never forget rule number one. Han Solo. He's a, a character in this movie, Han Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> He's so fucking weird about it. <laughs> it's a stupid name. Yeah. It's so stupid. Well, it's more stupid how he gets the name, and they like make it a point oh to say, God. oh, this is how you get your solo on Han Solo. What's Come your name? on. Han. Who's, who's your people? I don't have people. So you're. So. He so might as well have done a direct to camera. Too. Yeah, like. Look right might, down the lens. Might have done one of these, like, solo, like. I think that's gonna work. Fantastic Four. How about the Fantastic Four? Like, fuck you. Anyway, uh, the actor. Uh, 
Aldenreich. Sure. Aaron. Is that Ald- his name? Alden. I don't know. Alden Aaron. You, Aronson, you know better than me. Adolf. Nope. Nope. Too far away. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, I right. liked him. Uh, I enjoyed him too. I, I thought he. I thought he fit the part well, and I thought he did his own thing, but he also gave. The very end, he started to go a little too uh, Harrison Ford for me. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is like we don't know how this was shot. We don't know what parts were shot first. I mean, he could have been doing that. And they could have could have gotten some direction to go back and hey, man, do your own thing more. New director, right? New well, then, yeah. That Howard's like, too. what are you doing? <laughs> no, um, but honestly, I mean, you don't really see him look so much like Harrison Ford until the very end of the movie. Yeah, he basically gets the costume right that he wears for the next forty years. It's funny. So let's talk about the end of the movie. Yeah. What the fuck happened at the end know. of this movie? There's so many like betrayals and backstabbings right. and like, oh, I'm really doing this and uh, her, not Harrison Ford, uh, Woody, Woody, his character is constantly right. trying to fuck him over. I get that part. Don't trust me. And then, Don't then trust he, anyone. They, they're constantly stealing these little crystal things back and then we got the lesbians that show up <laughs> and try to like get them. <laughs> There's like, they're like marauders or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They, they try to, to steal things from them in the uh, beginning but it, eventually they end up, it, basically it's setting them up to be the the resistance or, or the, yeah. the rebels. It's it's the beginning of the rebels and like in, in a turn of events once Han fights off Mr. Stretchface and um What's her name? Queen betrays of Dragons him. kills him. Yeah, Queen of Dragons kills him, but then she also betrays Han and leaves. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to go talk to Darth Maul. We're going to go have some tea. And, yeah, you know, Darth Maul's in this movie. As, yeah. And they had to say, they had to show the lightsaber because it was really hard to tell who it was. Well, it was, I mean, that could have been two things that could have been. It's hard to tell because. Projection. Projection or the movie was garbage. And it was so grainy, too. It yeah. was like, I think that's him. But it looked like. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned I mean, it looked like you had, like, spikes. More yeah, spikes. Yeah, yeah. It looked like It looked like him, but it looked like it was, like. I thought it could have been a race um, of people. Like, he has that race. Well, that's what I thought, too. But, I, I mean, I had always thought that there was, like, that race of people. So I didn't know if it was, like, something that develops. Or, I, don't know. I don't know. Is it a skin condition? What's going on? I'm What's glad they showed the double-sided lightsaber, though, because otherwise I'd be like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, so she also portrays Han. She leaves off on her starship. Han takes the little crystal things, goes back to the Marauders, gives them to the Marauders. and oh, he, he kills Woody Harrelson first. Yeah, kills Woody Harrelson because he's like... Fuck you, I'm going to kill you before you kill me, basically. Han shot first. Han shot first. Is that, is that what you would say? Han shot first. Han who? Solo. A Star Wars story. <laughs> he gives the crystals and he starts the rebellion single-handedly, basically. The end. Thoughts? I, I don't know. I don't know where the next... I, are they doing the next one? I guess. Well, it's I mean, they it. left it open for it, too, so I mean... You, do you really want them to? I kind of do. I kind of do because I think they could do better. I, I think, think they would learn their lesson on this one. I feel like it was all leading to Han really turning into the character that Harrison Ford portrayed towards the end of the movie, and that's where we're 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 getting to that point so that we can take the next movie and say, all right, let's do it a real adventure with real Han Solo. The the reason I like Han Solo so much in the original movies is he doesn't belong there. Right. He doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. He's only there because Leia. And he's only it's there really because of money. It. Yeah, the money, but really it's he doesn't want to admit it. He's got a big heart. He just doesn't want to admit it, guys. Uh, but so this one, it's like he's just there, yeah. and I'm like, he needs to be part of the resistance. Where he's like, he needs to get fucked over by someone else other than that girl. To why he's so reluctant in the original series. Well, yeah, and I'm sure there's there obviously has to be more heartache and heartbreak down the road because he turns out the way he does at the end. So killed by his own son. What the fuck? I love knowing that about characters in prequels. I'm like. I, th- like, I know how you die. <laughs> I, turned, I turned you at one point, and I was like, 
he's having like this big action sequence where he's like ducking and running and I think it was in the war and I'm like I think I know he's gonna be fine <laughs> I have a good feeling about this one <laughs> do you have a good feeling about this? yeah future Star Wars we'll just talk about that real quick and then get the fuck out of here um, I hope they continue making these spin-off type things. I hope they continue to develop it and do better at it. I, I mean, is what what's in the in the pipeline? Do you know? I I'm looking forward to more Rogue One movies. Absolutely. Uh, no, it doesn't have to. What do we call Rogue Two or Rogue One Two? <laughs> I don't I mean, know. It, it'll probably be Rogue One in a different semicolon. Yeah. Subtitle. The, I like the spin-off series more than the actual series at this point because they're not. The original series we mentioned it has no story. They don't have much uh, much to work with. Right. If they're going to create another fucking Death Star and blow another one up, how many times do we have to see that? Well, we've already seen it twice, so I mean, third time. Didn't they charm. do a third one and another one in uh, Force Awakens? Did they, I don't think they blew it up, but they, it was like an actual know. planet. It was well, like the core of a planet. Well, maybe that's where we're headed. Fuck! Fuck! Do something else. <laughs> do something else. For the love of God. But the CGI is better now. Just imagine a world, if I describe to you a child that hasn't seen Star Wars, I go, you have, imagine an, an, an immense galaxy. We're going to do three things. Why? They, they can do whatever they want. Deviate from the original planet. They need to have a, a separate series where they just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, but you didn't make the movies. Not yet. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Get a hold of me, Ron Howard. I don't recommend it. Uh, we'll do this again. Y- you would? Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm looking forward to more Rogue One type movies. Certainly. I think Rogue One was really, really good at developing a story. Yeah, I, I didn't hate this movie. It was just unnecessary. It just... It was ill-timed as well. Um, it came out in the summer, or beginning of summer. Like Nobody's going to go see that, first of all. why we? We should have reshot the entire thing with Ron Howard to begin with. Um, and just pushed it back so we could release it at a later date and make yep. it actually really good. My overall thought about Star Wars at this point, uh, I don't need a new movie every six months. I don't no. need a new movie every year. No, that's half of it is the anticipation. Yes, of, man, it's gone. I haven't seen a Star Wars movie in forever. I'm really excited to go see it. Let's stay up all night. Let's go to the midnight premiere, this, this, and that. Oh, Jar Jar's in it still. Uh, Maybe that's what they're trying to... Like, we'll get to him quicker and no Jar Jar. <laughs> they like that, right? Right? I just... Yeah, it, it spread them out. Spread them out. I don't yeah. need one every six months. I don't need one every year. Like I said, once every three years, right. I'm fine with. Yeah. I really am. That's the original layout of, of the first trilogy and the second trilogy. I'm down. So we, you got this from us, or I guess that rather. Um, yeah, let's get out of here. Um, fuck it. Just don't, don't, don't watch it. Go see Solo. A Star Wars story. <laughs> Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Jansen Carlin. This was a movie review. For the internet. Don't post racist shit down below. (laughs) If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. Some advice. I assume everyone will betray you, and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it!
crush as well. Oh, you want to crush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good etiquette. That's nice.